Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rose irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market coons i can recall I think all but one of our few, of our uh, next guest's 30 test tons. I was a bit young for his first <laughs> test ton, but I reckon I, I can talk you through the next 29. Five of them came in the first test of, the, of an Australian summer, including 380 versus Zimbabwe, two in the one match against England at the Gabba after Anasa Hussain elected to field first. I do laugh at that still. And his name, of course, is Matthew Hayden, and he joins us now. Doss, can I call you Doss? Welcome to Sports Day. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me, by the way, of how, firstly, how old I am, but also <laughs> of Nasser Hussein's complete cock up at the <laughs> Did you laugh at the time? Oh, look, oh, I laughed, I laughed at, at, at about tea time that day when we were, Hunter and I were batting together. Gail had just, he jumped off the boat just as they were serving up the cocktails. <laughs> and, and, and look, to his, to, look, we always you know, put a lot of grief on, on that. But to his credit, it was actually quite a soupy, saucy wicket, which I think this one's going to be over here in Perth, just to put it in context as well. <laughs> um, so you always go into these things and go, oh, look, maybe we could bowl, maybe bat. But I'm glad we did, mate, because we ended up being one for three million at the end of day one. <laughs> yeah. And the rest is history. And, 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 um, and uh, Simon Jones did his knee, which was obviously terrible, did his leg. And I think he made a terrible. ton of, in, bo- yeah. in, bo- in both innings. So that was the start of an amazing summer, really, 02-03. And that's just nostalgic stuff, Coon. So Australia v Pakistan, the first test is tomorrow. Optus Stadium, December 14 to 18. The coverage on Channel 7 starts at 12.30 p.m. Um, and it's on 7 and 7, mate, all five days. So give us, a, give us an indication of what you're looking forward to most about uh, what we're going to see over the next, well, few days and for the rest of the summer. Yeah, look, there's plenty of milestones. Travis Head is 96 away from 3,000 runs for Australia. Uh, on the hop, he's, he's got you know three of his last you know five test innings at Perth Stadium. He's, he's got 50 plus runs. Smudgy Smith, 3,200s. You know, he's one away from beating Tugger. Um, he'd get to, to be second place behind Ricky Ponting, 41. Lino. No, he just keeps, he's like the gift that keeps on giving. He's only four wickets away from 500 wickets. Wow. And there's only been two blokes, the great Shane Warne and Glenn McGrath, that's been a, been a part of that story for Australian cricket history. Uh, and then from, you know, from all the speculation comes, you know, one of the great warriors for Australian cricket as well, and that's David Warner. Uh, but not only him, but in isolation, um, Usman Khawaja as well. That partnership has just been cooking with gas for, you know, a long time. Yeah, Davies played 109 Test matches, boys. Like that's that's extraordinary effort. Um, you know, he's he's one of the true icons of Australian cricket and legacy players. There's only been 14 players that have that have done that um, and, and and achieved that milestone of 100 plus Test matches. 
Um, so, look, that's a great story. Watch out for that one. See how he, you know, finishes off his career. He wants to go out at the SCG and he's been given the licence to do so. Kawaja, in my opinion, should have played 100 test matches as well, but he hasn't. Um, but still, he's, he's played 66 pretty well. 5,000 runs, averaging almost 50. Um, so that's been an extraordinary story. Then you've got the young guns as well. You know, you've got someone like Cameron Green, two great all-rounders, really, Mitch Marson and Cameron Green. As I mentioned, Lino, the race for the fourth uh, or third bowling spot. Scotty Boland, you know, has had such a great impact, you know, through his test matches um, that he's played. And, and he's been really gazumped by Hazelwood, Lyon, uh, sorry, at Stark, uh, and of course the captain, Pat Cummins. So, look, there's just lots to look out for. Pat is probably most comfortable as a captain in this space. Uh, I watched his great side um, with Andrew McDonald really gel in India, tough place to play. We all know that. And we just witnessed one of the great finals um, in World Cup history for Australia um, that were just, they just broke a leg in the back half of that tournament. They were just extraordinary. And they were great warriors together. You could sense this great camaraderie that, you know, some of the sort of previous eras had kind of like built, you know, their legacy on. So, there's so much. And I've, look, I've probably left out half a dozen players there as well. <laughs> Marnus Lavashane, Steve Smith. You know, it's a very, very good cricket team. That's why they're the Test World Championship um, current holders of that, of that ICC title. And they've done so with, you know, great gravitas. Well, that was a pretty comprehensive summary. Uh, thanks for joining us on Sports Day, Hayden. That'll, that'll, that'll just about tell you. You've covered everything for us. Well done. Right, I was... tell you what, I need a job. I need a job, mate. You make it look too easy. Uh, you know? No, you could. No, you could fill plenty of minutes in here. Don't you worry about that. I do want to ask you about David Warner. How, how disappointed are you then? Because you obviously, uh, I mean, you pumped him up just then. That said that the partnership yeah. with Kawaja and Warner has been cooking with gas for for many many years. How disappointing is it then? as a former player who's worn the baggy green, to see uh, another former quick that you played uh, with and also um, the selector, George Bailey, and this, the, the bickering that's going back and forth. How disappointing is it? Well, look, I, I feel that it's not really going back and forward. It's just going forward. You know, Davey, Davey and, and Mitch have both had their says and opinions. And I think, look, it's great that former players are allowed the option to have opinions because... They're passionate about the game, as Davey's passionate about the game. George Bailey's passionate about the game. You don't, you don't just fluke your way into an Australian cricket team. And and when you do get there, and when you actually retire, you see things from a different perspective. And 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 many ways, actually, some of the the comments that come from former players like myself, they're really designed not to harm or hinder, but actually to promote and to to really celebrate and agitate you know, a, a certain change in position as well. Um, so it's, it's robust discussion, fellas, is, is great for the summer. And there's been plenty of players that have gone by that, you know, have had conversations in the media and, and privately that allow the growth of Australian cricket. And that's why we've won the World Cup six times. We don't, we don't want to be an, an also-round, you know, sporting code. We want to be, like a lot of sports are in Australia, the very best and the very best means that you've got to confront difficult situations and then you learn from it and grow from it, which is you know exactly what this team has done. Your mate Justin Langer wrote today in the West, there was always an unwritten rule that although all of us may not be best of friends, the mutual respect of playing for Australia was enough to stop us from criticising each other publicly. 
So he said, let's let others criticize us, but we would tend to stick tight as part of the Australian cricket culture. So that baggy green bond is strong. Do you think Mitchell Johnson broke that bond? Yeah. Look, I, I personally don't like knowing knowing Mitch. I, I yeah. just know that you know he, he is an individual that's passionate about the game. He wants to see Australian cricket strong. I mean, he's one of the greats of our game. He's you know arguably one of the best quicks that we saw through that generation. And I value all of the opinions of former players. They, yeah. they, they and they're in roles now as well, which aren't necessarily the inner sanctum. I mean, if you hear me waffling on on Channel Seven, not having a not having an opinion, then I'm sure as armchair warriors, you're going to go, "Hey, us, uh, uh, sorry, mate, but I'm just going to call you out on that because I you, would. Know, you can't, you know, polish something that that shouldn't be polished." And that's, yeah, yeah. You know, that's really our jobs to actually not be not be necessarily, you know, agitating for negativity, but you've got to call the game as you see it. No, I agree with that. And it's really well said. I mean, nothing frustrates me more than when I'm sitting and I want an expert opinion and I don't get it. I get someone sitting on the fence. So I think you're bang on. And uh, to, to rest assured, Haydos, I don't think you like that. I still think you give your strong opinion. So I'll be watching and I'll be enjoying <laughs> um, over the summer. Yeah. David Warner is going to come to the end, whether it's now, whether it's after the SCG, either way, it's not far away. Yeah. Who should replace him when that time comes? Yeah, great question, and it's an important question for the future of the game as well because uh, one, two, and three become a critical part of the engine room of Australian cricket, as they say. And there's plenty of blokes putting their, their hands up. Cameron Bancroft is someone that's been doing it for years over here in the West. You know, you've 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 got some really good Matt Renshaw, you know, fresh off a hundred against his touring team. You know, has been putting his hand up as well. And he's been a player similar to myself that's kind of been in, been out, you know, like he's he's just sort of had to hang in there. Is he your opener? Is he middle order? You know, I think it's just, it's a really important question. Um, who's going to be that sort of one-two combination with Kawaja certainly initially, and then moving out of a Kawaja then into a new era of one-two-three combination. And I think those two guys that I mentioned there have got plenty of credentials to show the selectors that that might be the choice that they go with. Yeah, so Renshaw, Bancroft are the two front runners, you reckon? I think, personally, yeah. Yep, yep. yep. So how important is it? I mean, you had a wonderful um, partnership, relationship with with your little mate, Justin Langer. How, how important is it to, to have that that bond as, as opening partners? It's key. Um, I mean, it's no different to you know, the front row in rugby league, you, you don't often see them scoring tries, but, well, if they do, it's a friggin' miracle, um, and we all celebrate <laughs> it, but the reality is they do all the hard yakka. You know, the wingers, the centres, they'll take over the play and, and, and run home a try, no worries, but, you know, the one, two, three, and that, that's why I say that's that sort of engine room, that combination, which in our day was Langer, Ponting, and, and Hayden, um, that did the heavy lifting, um, it didn't always, and I think Davey Warner actually, to put his last couple of years in the context where he's averaged 21 or 22, he also hasn't got a lot of big scores and he's got some low, some lowish scores. So his mean score and his overall performance has been, you know, sunk by the fact that he hasn't gone on and got big hundreds, you know, huge hundreds. You know, so it's not always, it's not always the hundreds is my point. It's yeah. actually sometimes... And in my case, it may have been a 40 or 50 on a green top at the Gabba. Yeah. You know, like that was like a really significant engine room type performance. Yeah, it's nice to go on and get 150, 200. And, and God knows Davey's done that enough. But 
you know, those little performances, they matter. And, and I look back at his last couple of years with great detail and I go, look, he probably could have got 100 there. But, you know, he did a lot of heavy lifting as well. And that, you know, former players, we recognise that stuff. And certainly within a team, you look at the, the way that Australian cricket is set up through the middle order. It's been done by heavy lifting from Kawaja and Warner. Just last one for me, Matty Hayden. We've got to let you go. Has the ICC got it right not allowing Usman Kawaja to have all lives are equal and freedom as a human right on his spikes when he plays tomorrow? Yeah, look, it's a it's a really tough question to answer this because you know you want to see you want to see sport be a a great symbol of of hope for humanity yep. and and in many cases it's one of the great survivors you know through crises but. You know, in the case of having, you know, messages, it's where, where, where does it then stop? You know, like sports should be enough. Mm. You know, making a hundred or taking five for, or you know, running around and, and, and having a support play, you know, in the outfield, that's inspiring enough. You know, just walking onto the field with Pakistan, you know, that's been going through significant troubles for, for a long time politically, but, you know, it's sport. It doesn't have to mingle with politics and it shouldn't mingle with politics. So, you know, these are the trappings of being in influential um, positions and you want to have a say, but, you know, it's probably not the forum. You want to keep it an environment which its main focus is on just, you know, playing great games. And, And so I think they have made the right decision, yeah. Matty, really appreciate your time. Love talking to you. I'm sure we can talk about your 30 test centuries another time. I can talk you through 29 of them, and uh, we'll, we'll speak to you again sometime across the summer. Good luck. Good on you, fellas. Merry Christmas, Ape. I don't talk to you.